Hello and welcome everybody to the Melon Mancy Podcast, episode 69. My name is Dylan. My name is Victim. And I'm Rick. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have several episode 69s. This is the first one. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, you know, when you say when you go in and post, you need to just add nice in there. I was thinking about it, but I'm like, that's too easy. No. No, no, you need to do it in post <laughs> so it doesn't match at all. Just be like a different volume setting on your knob and all that shit. Oh yeah. I'll I'll do it from like over here and be like, nice. <laughs> or I'll get close and intimate with the microphone and be like, nice. Like, I don't know. That almost sounded like the meme actually. That's pretty good. Noise. <laughs> I say it a lot. I, I'll, it's funny because I'll, I'll use these memes and shit in front of my kids, the appropriate ones at least, right? And um, <laughs> they don't know the source. And then fucking children's YouTube is unhinged. And yes, it is. Fucking there will be videos for children that are. It sounds like a meme soundboard sometimes, right? As they just will insert all these meme sounds and. One of them is this really loud, like, scream, and I recognize it from a WebM that was floating around 4chan for a while about a dude who puts a bunch of tinfoil on his dick and, like, sticks it in a uh, electrical oh. socket. Yeah. And, well, that doesn't he, sound good for his health. And that's a, a, that's a meme sound for screaming, and everyone's just like, ah, ha, ha, screaming, ah, funny, I'm a child. And it's like, you you don't know what I know, child, and I don't you know don't if I know want what you to. I know. <laughs> I don't know if the person who made that video is sane. That that sounds like some like cry for help shit. I'm I don't even real. know if he's alive. <laughs> no, Man, okay, that's... not. I, I mean him. Probably no, he probably doesn't want to be alive. Probably still alive. Uh, I meant the I meant the person who decided to put that in a children's video. Oh, <laughs> what the fuck? And then like I remember uh, we were watching a video. It was actually a meme compilation, not a not a children's video, but um. There was a, a a meme soundboard audio that came, it was like an all ages video, like it wasn't like geared at adults or anything. And uh, it's just this soundbite that says "Oh shit," and I'm <laughs> like, I'm like, what? And then and, Des and Destiny was watching it with me. She's like, "That's from the Fergie album." I'm like, "What?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'm I'm a Ferg historian. I I had the album when I was young and I know every song." And I'm like, "Oh." Wow, <laughs> that's pretty fucking great. <laughs> I guess you learn something new every day. <laughs> Real Ferg story over here. Like, I don't think I actually called her that, but I think I will next time it happens. I hope so, because that's just a fucking great line. You know what? Ferg story will be the, the episode title until something better comes up, but something better might come up. It's pretty early. Too it's early possible. to tell. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, what else have we uh, got going on? Like, so, I know that victim. Victim's alive. Yeah, Vic's alive. <laughs> but we knew he was alive. Just because nobody else knew that he wasn't alive, whatever. That's not there. I just rudely cut you off. What were you going to say, Rick? Oh, I was just going to say that, uh, you know, I was going to make fun of some uh, the uh, Kotaku for being oh, uh, yes. officially ruined. Oh, you know what? I, I bet, uh, you know, Vic probably wants to talk about Zelda. So why don't you tell us about Kotaku and then... Oh. I was just oh, going to tell yeah. you that uh, Nintendo blacklisted uh, <laughs> Kotaku from being able to you like getting advanced copies of any of their games anymore because I saw the headline, uh, uh, but I didn't read the article. I will admit. Can you tell me why? <laughs> what happened? Besides I them mean, being incompetent, we all know that, right? Well, right. Obviously, they're incompetent, uh, but and they hate the Japanese. No, they went. Yeah. No, no, they don't hate the Japanese. They've never said anything bad. Game journalists, or and I'm using 
quotation marks. I know that we can't see that, but I'm using quotation marks when I say journalists have not been attacking uh, anime and um, attacking mangaka and manga. You know, saying that uh, it's all poor, you know, child pornography. They They're, haven't said that. They've their blog never... is called Kotaku. That's like a that's like a Japanese word, right? Right. I mean, yeah, right? Sony's a Japanese. I wonder. Company. I wonder if it even is, or if it's just meant no, to sound like one. It's meant to sound like one because it's racist. <laughs> Possibly, I don't know. Um, but yeah, they. So essentially, <laughs> I'm gonna Google it. it. I have to know. <laughs> yeah. So Kotaku. Uh, it is literally invented by the website. Holy oh. shit. <laughs> That's like uh that's like a, a 90s comedy skit show like making uh white actors do like Asian accents. This is what it feels like to me. It's literally yeah. they slapped the letter K on Otaku. <laughs> oh man. Oh my god. You that... can't make that shit up. Oh my god. I feel like that is actually racist. <laughs> I mean, it's harmless, but yeah. I mean, under their under what they would call racist, it certainly is. Uh yeah, so I don't actually know the entirety behind what happened. Um, I just know that they've gotten blacklisted by Nintendo, and there are reports that Ubisoft, uh, Bethesda, and parts of Square Enix have also blacklisted them. Those yep. oh, will good. We'll see if those are true within you know major releases. Like if they don't get a copy of Starfield, then we'll know. Yeah, really. Oh, did you see what else they did though? Their, uh, Kotaku's response to the, all the backlash they got for all, all that? Oh, God, no. They, no. they decided to equate Nintendo to Nazi Germany um, very blatantly Fucking to the what? point that when they got called out, he went private on Twitter. I forget. It was like their big, the big dude, the guy at the head, I think. Uh, the editor. I forget his name offhand, yeah. And, yeah, it was just like, what the fuck, man? You fucked up. You posted about literally pirating Nintendo's games. Whether or not you guys emulate Nintendo, we all do. Let's be real. Everybody at some point has pirated a Nintendo game. It's so easy to do. Why the fuck wouldn't you? I would steal but, from Nintendo. Yeah. But, <laughs> and I mean, some, you know, Nintendo kind of deserves it. But at the same time, this is an official company. Of course they're going to blacklist you. This isn't about morals anymore. This is about you guys being fucking stupid. Fun fact, actually, I have not stolen from Nintendo. Like, uh, I, I haven't been interested uh, in emulating their games. But... Was it so because they enough, uh, did... Was it because Kotaku leaked um, stuff about no, Tears of the Kingdom? Is no, no, that no, what no, happened? That, that's what they did recently that brought it up. I see. Because they I, were mad that they weren't going to get a review copy. What it was is they are... Back in the day, I think it was when Metro Dread came out. So not too far ago, not too long ago, but um, they basically were like, Metro Dread's here, and here's how to emulate it. And it's just like, I'm paraphrasing, but it was basically that. And throughout, I think like several times throughout the article, they even said like, uh, sail the high seas, or or alluded to pirating it, like several times. It's just like, you guys are not just talking about emulation. This mm -hmm. is this is very clearly you telling people to go pirate Nintendo games. Well, yeah, and a lot of the journalists, some of which are almost certainly employed by Kotaku in the U.S., have come out strongly against Japanese culture. Um, yeah. Uh, even though you know they consume Japanese media, you know, with every waking oh, yeah. moment, they, they they hate Japan unless it's their media. Right. Well, it, like it, you know, or, they, or the media they like, I guess more specifically. Right. Yeah. Right. Because like, uh, you know. The U.S. sales will count uh, manga 
as uh, part of their sales when it's convenient, but not when it isn't. Uh, oh, yeah, because it, manga, it, it yeah. overshadows the entire comic industry several oh, yeah, like, times each year. Well, like, single copies of manga outsell, yep. outsell all of U.S. comics, like, combined. Uh, so, yeah, it, you know, actually leading up to this, you know, kind of tying in what I was talking to before we were on mic, like, you know, right now, you know, as of recording, this is uh, May 4th, um, and there is a, like, an opening to an anime that is, like, number one in Japanese billboards. It's number seven in U.S. downloads, number ten across the world. So, like, in a fucking, whatever fucking timeline we live in, where we've gone from, like, you know, we can't agree on whether or not we should shut businesses down for a pandemic and wear masks, even if they don't fucking do anything, they at least make people feel better, right? Like, you know, like, <laughs> we can't agree on that shit. But at the same time, here we are, like, yeah, no, this fucking, good. yeah, this fucking anime <laughs> song <guy>. slaps. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. From the thumbnail on the video, I thought it was like a Genshin Impact AMV from the the purple haired girl. Uh, I know, oh. that, I know that doesn't narrow it down, but um, I know, um, <laughs> <laughs> kind of. I mean, it narrows it down. Doesn't doesn't pinpoint it. You know which one yeah. I'm talking about, but still, yeah. Well, yeah. It, it's just I'm a Genshin Impact historian. Oh man, I can't say that with I can't say that with a straight face. <laughs> Fucking goddamn! You'll never be the Ferg historian, but you could be the Genshin no, Impact I, historian. Yeah, exa exactly. The Genshin historian uh, that rolls off the tongue a little bit better, I think. Uh, but yeah, no, it's just insane to me that uh, we have all of these like weird uh, things just happening all at the same time. Yeah. There's actually a lot to talk about. It's actually super awesome. Um, so, yeah. um, Vic, I think you should talk about Zelda because we were just talking about Kotaku being blacklisted yes. by the people who yeah. made Zelda. So I, I, I put my, I, I spent my Nintendo tax. So I paid a hundred dollars to, <laughs> to own a copy of Tears of the Kingdom. Maybe money is worth so little. <laughs> Holy Christ! And it's I'm sure it'll getting, improve. It's only getting worse. So. On Windows 10, I assume on Windows 11 as well, there's like a little news segment thing that I only keep around because it tells me the temperature. Um, and with my new extremely hot PC, I, I like to keep track of like when I know it. So I can preemptively open my window, basically. But every <laughs> once in a while, it'll transition from that and it'll be like, oh, here's the Canadian dollar and its value. And it compares it to the fucking exchange. And I'm like, please stop. It is depressing to see that red every single fucking day. Please stop showing me. Oh. I already know. <laughs> it tells you the daily, like, uh, day yeah. over day change, like, <laughs> like a like, stock. Damn. Stop. I already know. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, at least these, it, I'll, I'll say at least a lot of video game companies lately have been regulating it. Rather than going off the exchange rate, they just go by, like, a flat, like, 20%. So, that's still too much, but it's better than, like, the 37 or 38% that it's supposed to be. <laughs> Fuck. So tell me about, about Zelda. The only thing I really know about Tears of the Kingdom, right, is that uh, it's a sequel to Breath of the Wild, which also had a prequel, which was a Musou game, right? Which is yep. kind of unusual for Zelda. Like, they're really investing in this particular incarnation. Like, that's kind of different. Um, yeah. And the title art kind of make it, makes it look like Twilight Princess a little bit. I really hope. We see, you know, that that one chick come back. I don't know if we will, but I'll be very happy if it's true. But yeah, that's gonna be a, a wait till you play the game plot twist. I'm sure they're not gonna Probably, fucking yeah. put that in the trailer. No. So 
the speculation at the moment really is that Tears of the Kingdom is supposed to be kind of like the ending of the story the same way that uh, Skyward Sword was the beginning. And, mm. and people think that it's going to be like, maybe not the last Zelda game, because there's still like tens of, if not hundreds of thousands of years uh, that are unaccounted for. But it's probably going to be one of those moments where we get to see everything come to a head. Like the, at least, at least if you're like a, if you follow the timeline of the Zelda series, that honestly is very half baked. But it's cool. I like it. I think it's a cool idea. Um, but I don't know. I'm really excited because the, the trailer showed off characters that we just don't know. We don't know who they are. Um, they look like dragon people with black skin, uh, like ashy black skin, not like black people black skin. Like it, it looks insane. It, it look, like they're. They're just like, oh yeah, here's a bunch of shit that you have no idea about. Have fun playing our game in a in a month. It's like, uh, I will, I guess. Holy shit! You have no choice. You will. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it looks good though. It, it's one of those moments where, like, um, I already knew I was going to be excited for the game because uh, Breath of the Wild. I loved Breath of the Wild. It was the entire reason why I even bothered giving Genshin a shot because I was like, oh, this is like built off the ba- the back of Breath of the Wild. I'm like, I'm already done with Breath of the Wild. Let's go have more of that. Um, and so here's the kingdom is essentially just going to be a, a further uh, jumping off point. It's like, oh, uh, Genshin's kind of having a bit of a lull at the moment, and it probably will for the next couple months. So, <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom's here to fucking rescue me again. Mm-hmm. And then once you get that out of the way, you can finally p- play peak RPG Scarlet Nexus. But yep. you know, I'm waiting. I should what- uh, I had a viewer tell oh, me that he was excited. Um, he said that it was like one of the most underrated JRPGs he's ever seen. Um, he's right. You should listen to him. Yeah. <laughs> and then so you I can do like, Neon uh, White. Yeah. <laughs> I I should play Neon White. I mean, I have no idea if it if I'd be very good at it though. It I don't know. It, it's kind of one of those things where it's like everybody who played it was like, yeah, this is a great game, and then they're like, you know a third of the people that you know normally play that sort of game played it. Yeah. I think it just it had a bad timing honestly. Mm-hmm. It was one of those games that had a like a like a snap market. It was like, "Hey, our game exists. Here's what happens." And then nothing until they're like our game released and then it's just like, "Oh." It's kind of like really I mean like not bad marketing but not great marketing either, right? It's like they really could have probably hit a larger audience if they had tried. Yeah, I think that's mostly what happened is they just didn't. Mm-hmm. Also, in, in gaming news, right, like uh, the DLC expansion for Xenoblade 3 uh, is out, which is a... Apparently, it is amazing. Apparently, uh, super good. and I can't fucking wait. I'm going to play it next week because I'm on vacation next week. I have all the days off. So I'm probably going to binge it and beat it. And I'll tell you all about it next episode. And I'll try not to spoil anything for you, Vic. But oh, my God, like everything about it looks amazing. And it's already out. And it's like... Oh, I should just go fucking play oh, it. The only thing I've seen is Rex is, Rex's design. Like that's right. literally it. And I, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm for it. I'm like, hell yeah, man. Yeah, they made Rex uh, a very charming older man, dual wielding long swords, uh, and it's just perfect. I, all I'll say is that I think Rex is one of my favorite protagonists in like any JRPG. And I know that's sacrilege for some people for me to say that, but I think yeah. watching him. Not only watching his character develop, but his voice actor develop across that game is something special that I'll probably hold on to for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So it, I don't think it's a spoiler because it's in the trailer, right? But so in, in the very, very brief trailer that didn't explain fucking anything, right? 
we got a glimpse of who's in the party for the Xenoblade expansion, right? Obviously, this game's already Shulk. out. And we can I, go. I saw that Shulk's in it, but yeah, I, I didn't Shulk's see what they it. did to him. He's pretty old. Uh, both Rex and Shulk have children who are also in the party. Um, oh. And there's a main character dude who looks like the dude from Xenogears. Um, spitting image of that of that guy. <laughs> Good old Faye. Yeah. What a what a badass he was! Holy shit! I still think about that game every day. Xenogears, yeah. dude. Oh my god. The well, Xeno, all the Xeno games are probably like goaded in their own right. Let's be real. Look, I don't know what the fuck happens in this DLC, but people on Twitter that are trying very carefully not to spoil anything keep talking about Xenogears. I think it's going to be more closely tied than ever. Um, as much as they yeah, legally can. I I actually <laughs> wonder about that. Square Enix, like the the IP, um, like auto whatever the fuck that's called, where they lose uh, rights to it. I wonder when that happens. Not it's soon enough. Long, long time. Like after, like Mickey Mouse. That, I, I is, know. Like Mickey Mouse, the um, Steamboat version just entered yeah. public domain. And Winnie Pooh as well. Yeah, because I, I think there's been. Well, I think for video games, it's a little different. I think I think that the timer is shorter, but I'm obviously probably still a very long time. But because mm-hmm. um, I think it was Tenshu recently, it had the same thing happen. Interesting. Like, we'll just see. like a year ago, mm-hmm. or well, actually, been a couple of years ago now. So, I mean, I, I, I'm curious about that because I wonder what would happen if uh, Monolith Soft got access to it again. Because mm-hmm. Square Enix is just going to let it fucking rot. Let's be real; they're, they're not going to touch it. It's just crazy. Like I know it's been a while since we recorded. It's been extra long since we recorded with you, Vic. But it feels like there's just so much gaming news. Like Warframe, for example, they had their expansion. It looks super good. I haven't played it yet. Um, because the plan remains the same. I'm going to go on Destiny's account and I'm going to level up and I'm going to catch her up to where my guy is and then we can continue on together, right? Yeah. Um, we're going to replay all the cutscenes from scratch because uh, I actually, I want to experience the story like in, in a burst like that because I think that'd be fun, right? Um, but TLDR, um, in that really cool update you didn't play, right? Uh, you find out that there's a version of your character that doesn't get turned into an immortal child and has aged naturally um, and has a different set of abilities. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the drifter or whatever. Yes. And now with this new update, new players can choose to play the drifter story first, where that that's the new current update is the drifter, the drifter's path that eventually leads to meeting this other version of yourself. And then you play the rest of that. Right. So new players can just start there. And this includes a roguelike mode that is apparently really fun and very rewarding uh, because endgame is hard to do. But, you know, uh, doing a uh, what's it called? Uh, a, a roguelike is just easy mode. Um, like, Ricky, remember Risk of Rain? Like, <laughs> yeah, we, we should we should come back yeah. to uh, the roguelike topic in a, in one, when you're done. Yeah. One more thing is, you know, probably the biggest piece of gaming news in like a long, long time. It's just freaking unbelievable. Heroes Harem Guild had an update. That crazy visual novel that I, I talked about on the podcast before. <laughs> and I've never played that game before. That's wild. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Oh, really? Tell me about this Hero Harem uh, so game. I've I, never nothing, uh, played it. Nothing <laughs> nothing happens. You're an upstanding gentleman. Actually, that's actually pretty true. That's <laughs> so I talked enough, about it. Not entirely incorrect. I started playing it as a joke. 
because I was looking at itch.io and I was like, oh, they have a Linux section. Let's check out what they got. And I noticed a bunch of visual novels and I'm like, oh, right. These, the visual novels that have a lot of naughty scenes in them. Right. And I'm like, well, let's just pick the top rated one and let's just like launch it just as a joke. And maybe it'll make a good, good content for the podcast. I actually was on itch.io to download, um, that, that lizard, like Metal Gear Solid one, like, uh, homage. Oh, right? yeah. That's why I was on the website at the time. And then, but I didn't spend any time playing that game and I just played this this Heroes Harem Guild game and I got all the way through the prologue. That's where the game ends because the rest wasn't done. Um, it's actually a significant number of hours and um, it actually does not just give you like nudity right away, right? It actually builds like a proper and, story. And to, be, and to be fair, it is a proper story. It really doesn't, it was surprising. I yeah. was like, whoa. I was like, hold on. What the fuck? Like, I, this isn't what I expected when I downloaded this. How would you know, Vic? You didn't play it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I didn't. Uh, but I mean. When he no, didn't download no, it. I, you know what? I'll, 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 obviously, we're just fucking joking. But like, it, that sent me down a, a spiral. I was like, all right. What what do these other games in the same vein have going for them? Um, right. That was a mistake. But same. <laughs> there, well, there's a couple of really good ones out there. Yeah, I mean, you had some bad luck there. I already heard about it. We don't have to get into that. I, I already alluded to it with Rick um, yeah. the other night, remember? I, was, uh, I mentioned, like, I won't go into context. Uh, that, that's the context. Oh, okay. he, he was playing a visual yeah. novel, and it was fine, until it wasn't well, fine. It was an RPG. It, I'll be vague about it, not to, like, go too deep. But, like, it, it's one of those games that it feels like when you go in, you're supposed to do one thing, and you're supposed to do, like, 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 imagine playing a, uh, a JRPG that's like, here's a bunch of side quests. But if you do all the side quests, you get the bad ending. <laughs> so, I, I shit you not, it, it hit me so hard. I, I was so depressed by what happens, which is dark as shit, by the way. Like, it's fucked up. Imagine, uh, I'll, I'll put it in perspective. Imagine the dawn scene from Final Fantasy VII. Um, except Tifa comes out of it mind broken. Anyways, um... Depressing, yeah. Yes. It, oh no, it's it's so much more than you even know. It's so fucked up. So, uh, Heroes Harem Guild has sent me down a spiral as well of, of similar visual novels, but I didn't find anything I didn't like that much. There was a couple of duds that were either short or bad or lame, but uh, there was a couple hits uh, that were pretty good uh, that I would recommend to people. Uh, but Heroes Harem Guild was like the standard I compared them all to because it was the first one I played and it was really good. Right? It, it is genuinely like it. it standalone like like with other video games it actually holds up it, it's not the most unique story you'll ever hear mm -hmm. but like i think it holds up to like other like similar stories like i don't know, like anime i feel like there's plenty of harem anime out there that is just straight trash and this wasn't straight trash which was very surprising it ain't shakespeare but it's also not like child's play either right yeah no it was very surprising <clears throat> very refreshing i did not expect it yeah, so uh, it had its first update in like two and a half years or some shit, right? Um, oh, wow. And so the Discord has always been active, and the author who collects a Patreon paycheck, by the way, um, has always been keeping people updated that, you know, progress is being made, but it's it's been one excuse after another. He's been nothing but apologetic uh, and super transparent about the shortcomings. Uh, the next update, which is chapter one, is going to be larger than the prologue, which already took me like a full fucking game's worth of hours, right? So it, like it's easily like 40 to 60 hours. Yeah. And so it's... the the update that we got uh was a Christmas event. Uh yes, I am aware that um it is currently May. Uh 
That other one you That's recommended fine. to me also is having its Christmas event right now. Yes. <laughs> it's so now, fucking, I'm like, what, they, what are the odds? That other one I recommended to you had its Christmas event on time. Um, oh, and it's, it's just still going. Okay. And it, it's actually like a totally optional thing. Don't click on it because it'll spoil things about characters that join you. Right. Yeah. But yeah. like, once you get to the end of the current content, just do the Christmas event and it'll make sense. Um, that's just how the dude decided to implement it. But so, so for this game, right. Um, it's, they added a Christmas event. It's actually pretty long. Um, it's not just like a little like fucking side episode. It's like, takes multiple in-game days to go see everything and um, oh wow it takes place after chapter one which we haven't seen yet and there's like a big disclaimer and a bunch of words at the front it's like hey this wasn't two years of work this is just a short little christmas episode and since i'm really close to finishing chapter one it doesn't make sense to add shit to the prologue so this is after chapter one i won't spoil nothing but there will be hints and hints that there are and uh it also it gives plot armor to character because everyone who you see obviously lives right so like yeah uh but i'm okay with nobody dying it's just chapter one there, there's opportunity in the future for tragic death but you know, i'm okay that that appears to not have been tragic death but shit fucking happened you could tell right yeah. um and it's really cool to see like the current state of the characters also their character models are like 10 times better and all of the animations are like ridiculously more detailed. It's like I'm playing a different fucking game. Damn, I'm right? excited wow. now. Yeah, I'm gonna hold off. The but it's just yeah, a Christmas I, event. You should do it. Um, I, I gotta say, the first <laughs> the what first event originally sold me on the game was that there is a girl fully modeled. She has her own like setup in the game that you think, oh, okay, I can probably court this lady at some point. You can't. Uh, and I, based on what I understand, you never will be able to because she's married. And they're okay. just like they just like boom. Not every woman in, in the village wants your dick. It's like oh hey, that's that's cool. That's, oh that's yeah. Bold. And and um, so or or even the caretaker lady, which I guess is a bit of a spoiler, uh, and how she kind of just turns you down. Well, we'll or, see what I happens in chapter one because uh, the Christmas event is post chapter one, and we've seen some shit. So fair, fair. Also, um, all of the characters are like competent. Like they, they seem to have like trained or done something like they are all like way more capable than they were. And like seeing them like go through a bunch of action sequences in the Christmas event, it's like, man, if someone tried to fight them, they would be fucked. <laughs> like the people fighting. Well, what's her face? The, the, the cat lady. Uh, she was like your only fighter. Lady. Yeah. So she was like your only fighter I mean, before, but now everyone can fight. Yeah, it's just one of those moments where like they they there's a lot of underlying stuff in the in the story too. Like he he managed to make lore and fucking world building a part of it too that otherwise just genuinely didn't need to exist. Right, because no, most people will look at this on the itch.io page and be like, "This is just a method of porn," right? Like, yeah, that's but its it, purpose. But it's just, but it, but it just it's <laughs> it's so much more. It's like when you read a book. Do you put it down because it contained a sex scene? Does that like turn you off? I mean, for some people, maybe, right? But like, I mean, how fucking normal is that? It's <laughs> actually, it's. It, I mean, this is something I should probably address because I'm sure I've said this on the on the podcast at some point. And how I, I usually like to, to to separate the two, right? It's like I'd, I'd rather my like story heavy stuff to not have it like. I mean, nudity's fine, and I'm not like a prude, but like I, I feel like like uh, watching The Witcher. I feel like the sex scenes take away. You know, it's like I, I'd much rather like the story move on, and I don't need to watch a full blown sex scene when I would much rather watch him like cut down a monster or something. Right. Like, uh, and you know, it's the same thing with like cyberpunk. Whenever those scenes came up, I'm like, it's like, okay, I get it. He's a partier. You don't need to hit that home so hard. I, I get it. 
Nah, man. I gotta but, like, see that big throbbing uh, erection. But like, and have my toy there afterwards. Is, there's something <laughs> weird, weird about something that is a bit more like focused on it. I mean, we I think we may have talked about this before. You recommended to me a comic once upon a time called Menage a Trois, which um, got way too convoluted, so I had to stop reading it. But it was really good. And it, it was mm-hmm. its primary function was to be an adult comic where uh, there was a lot of sexual activity, but like it wasn't too explicit. Um, mm-hmm. It only ever showed like chest up, really, or chest or like yeah. waist up, rather. And, and characters would sleep with each other, but like the comic would just make it clear that it happened and not like stress over the details, like you're supposed to be enjoying it, right? It, exactly. Or if it did, it was like once or twice, you know, like comedic effects stuff. But mm-hmm. like, and I. And I, I'm okay with that. I think that if it, if that's its main focus, if that's its main draw, in some capacity, if that's part of it, I feel like it all of a sudden makes it like better in a weird way. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm fucking weird. I don't know. But yeah, you got a menage no, historian it, over here. <laughs> if it if it owns the uh, smut, it's a lot better. If it's yeah, trying exactly. to like be highbrow stuff, and then by the way, we have like. You know, full raw dog porn scenes. Like, uh, feels a little cheating. Was it Band of Brothers? I'm trying to remember. One of the World War II uh, big things, like in the right in the middle of an episode. It's a one off. It's the first time and the last time it happens. There's just a random sex scene of a dude banging a woman, and then he walks out of the room, and then shit carries on. It's like shit like that is like, why does that exist? That doesn't add or anything to the story. It's like I get it. The soldiers like having sex, like anybody would. I get that. You don't need to show me it. Why did we need to see it in such vivid detail? Like that too. It's like, like you could just show her like, you know, obviously naked beneath the covers as he leaves the room and the same fucking thing gets put across. Like there's this movie. It's like this French movie. I think it's called blues, the warmest color. And it's got like this, this lesbian romance movie that has like a 10 minute sex scene that is ridiculously high detailed. And I've seen like clips of that, like posted online and, and it's like, being passed off as porn and it's like what's this from it's from a movie it's like what how is this yeah. from a movie this is more detailed than an actual porn that's made with a high budget and, and, and people will look at that and be like oh yes high art or oh yes i love nudity it's like mm-hmm. me too but like what you didn't want to watch like a cool story like you're fine with that being like that abrupt like removal from the continuity i guess like again, uh, it was I'm, just I'm asking minutes. that question. Not, tr- I'm not. Tr- yeah, only twenty minutes. I'm not trying to be like holier than thou either. Either one of my favorite animes, uh, Nemo Sign, uh, daughter, or I think it's called Rin, Daughters of Nemo Sign. It literally has the same fucking thing happen. It's like six episodes that are like I think like close to an hour long, and one of the episodes has like a third of it is just a giant lesbian orgy. So it's like I get it. Pick the I, crew I, over I, here. I, I get it, but like mm-hmm. I would say that if that were if they had rip that out and put more time into lore world building storytelling i would not have i w- wouldn't have even like batted an eye but now i i think back and i think well that was wasted that was a wasted space <laughs> literally i can google lesbian orgy into google and i will get infinitely better content probably i would assume you can just watch blue is the warmest color <laughs> <laughs> that too so it's just like yeah that's kind of where I, I sit with that it's like i feel like separating it is is better if you're gonna be if you're not going to go all in i guess mm-hmm. yeah. yeah tldr heroes harem guild had an update and holy shit it was awesome victim you should play it yeah it's not it won't take you too long but like it's 
the way that it teases what's in chapter one by giving you a slice of post chapter one is kind of fun because it's like it's like reverse world building. Like they'll refer to events very vaguely that clearly left an impact on their lives, right? Um, and they'll demonstrate character growth, and it's like, how did you get there? How did you become like this? And it's like it just makes you wonder, right? But like they don't do it; they do it in a way that makes you expect that this will pay off later and make sense. That's exciting. It was really cool. I'd never seen anything like it. But then again, like how often does a video game made by a single dude like get delayed so long that he has to release something in this kind of weird way? Like it's kind of unusual. But nobody saw it coming. Everyone like a lot of people gave up. A lot of people like to joke in the in the itch.io comments that it's a dead project. It's not getting another update ever. Uh, they were wrong. And I feel bad too because yeah. a lot of times it's like comments to other people that are like, "Hey, is this still being updated?" And then you know, innocent commenters that don't know any of the history, and these guys come in like, "Ha ha, hee hee, this is going to be a funny joke." And then then the person doesn't know that they're joking, and they're like, "Oh, okay." It's like, yeah, I I I understand joking like that. It is funny. Don't get me wrong. You know, it gives me a giggle. But literally altering that potentially altering that person's like course of video game enjoyment for the the foreseeable future potentially it's like it's kind of weird i don't know yeah thinking like, about the ramifications like is weird to me because like they might not play it and that's really sad because they're missing out on something really great i've been more excited to to get through that little update than i was for xenoblade which is weird because xenoblade had already come out when i was getting yeah. through that winter update and i'm like i'm thinking to myself okay dlc to one of the best jrpgs i've ever played uh is out and it's probably better than the previous the, the game that it's in <laughs> dlc to this definitely not a porn game came out it's like eh, but <laughs> we're gonna do this first uh <laughs> i mean to be fair it's probably shorter oh yeah so. definitely <laughs> and it's definitely not a porn game <laughs> it's an interactive experience ah <laughs> uh, but alas we must move on every podcast needs its hentai episode let's be real it'll come up again I'm sure. It probably will. What else you guys been up to? Uh, playing Star Rail and Marauders with Rick. Yeah, yeah, we've played uh, some Marauders. We and Vic's playing Star Rail because he has a problem and I, that only Gotcha you know, can solve. I, I'm yeah. looking forward to Star Rail. Like, I, I, when it comes out on PS5, I'll probably play it. Uh, I'm gonna be real with you. It is. I, I, I hate saying this because I think Genshin has a storytelling angle that. It's not necessarily bad, but different. Different in a way that I feel like a lot of people aren't all about. Even people that play the game consistently to this day, there's still a lot of people that just don't like the story. Uh, and I think that's fine. I actually am crazy. I'm a crazy person. I talked to... Me and Jordan actually try to rationale this between each other, but how we were able to watch shit that people are like, this is horrible. And I'm like, I don't know. I kind of liked it. And we would kind of chalk it up to like character building and it's like i mm-hmm. i start to enjoy the lore and world building of something the same way he enjoys the character building things uh and i think that's ultimately why i like engine but star rail i think does a lot more of the other stuff better um it's also way more like way way more spectacular in its presentation which i guess because it's a turn-based game is a lot easier for them to do fair yeah like like they can have phase transitions be these crazy cinematic moments because it doesn't actually take away from the, the actual gameplay of the game. Um, and boy, oh boy, do they have plenty of them. They, they do not shy. They, they, the, the, the Genshin Impact budget was if offloaded onto this game. And uh, it's good. It, it's, it's, it's been a wild ride. 
There's no Paimon either. No Paimon. Instead, you've got a cast of characters that you're traveling with, and they just come down to the planet with you and travel alongside you. That's awesome. Yep. So uh, when you roll on the gotcha and don't get what you want, are you star railed? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I'm not star railed. Hydro is. <laughs> My video game luck comes in clutch always. Yeah. Poor Hydro, when he was playing Genshin, he, he didn't he like like full constellation Chi-Chi? Some no, shit? I, I, I think he did something similar to that, but he um, he spent a lot of money trying to get Klee. Uh, all the Klee constellations, the same way Hells did for um, uh, Kaza. Mind you, at least Hells picked a better character. But um, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I'm missing only four characters from the roster of Star Rail. Oh God, what have you done? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's so funny, dude. How did you? How could you afford Tales of the Kingdom after this? <laughs> I didn't spend much money, honestly. I only bought like the like the the monthly stuff that. Like I normally would buy in a video game. <laughs> oh, okay. The game's <laughs> still new enough, Dylan, that he can ride on the uh, the easy gotcha, the the gimme gotchas. Yeah, I've been in a weird funk lately because I have this like big plan, right? And it's like, well, I keep trying to modify the plan, and then I don't have time for the plan because like I've been really busy. Uh, I went back to the office this week, uh, three days a week, which fortunately was not today, um, but like. It's a long commute, right? So I don't always have time when I get back and I have to go to bed kind of early to get to work the next day. So uh, my availability has kind of like gone significantly down, right? Uh, now, of course, I have a vacation next week, so I, I, I have some time to to relax before I really start the grind, right? But um, which is that's how I'm going to get through fucking Xenoblade. But um, I was thinking about it. I... So I, I still have PS Plus. Obviously, I bought a whole year, so I'm going to have that for a while. Um, but, like, I downloaded uh, World of Final Fantasy. And, oh, my God, it's adorable and really fun. Because um, I wanted a JRPG I could play uh, when the kids are awake and the TV is mine. Uh, that I'm not playing for someone. Like, I'm not playing it for Destiny. I'm not playing for the kids. Because right now, or previously, I was trying to get through Ro uh, Rogue Galaxy uh, with destiny watching the cutscenes because she was interested and we played through it once before but it was a really long time ago and she doesn't really remember the game because that was like back in 2011 and i played it on my laptop on an emulator it wasn't very good <laughs> it's a ps2 game um yeah now we can play it on the big screen on the ps5 like god intended so um started to get through that made some significant progress but then i i started playing it for the boys and then they stopped being interested because I just I couldn't entice them with the, the the pirate ship floating through space. Unfortunately, just not no. interested. They were at yeah. first, and then they and then they weren't. So, because originally I was gonna play that game during the day for the boys, uh, and then play Warframe with Destiny at night to get through that part of the plan because that's an important part of the plan. But then, um, what's it called? Um, I wanted to do something else and so i'm like well, let's do world of final fantasy and i'm like well, this is probably another like 40 to 100 hour rpg Yo, yeah and i'm about to, about to play xenoblade so i should stop and so um guess what was on sale uh what's it called uh odd world strangers wrath pick that up oh no i mean that's a shorter game at least yes so i started playing that in front of the kids and i was like mm, they're saying a lot of bad words but you know what i don't care anymore i'm gonna play it 
Um, and so I've been playing that. Uh, my son calls it the game with the cute animals, um, which is accurate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, they're cute for now anyways. <laughs> um, so I've been playing that. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I also picked up Risk of Rain. That one's for me. When I got nothing else to do, because it's like, that's perfect. <laughs> when I got nothing I else to do. I enjoy me some Risk of Rain, too. Yeah. Um, I actually ended up picking that one up on Steam, too, Bill. Nice. I yeah, yeah. wish I could enjoy it. What's wrong with it? So, I uh, I had a revelation recently, Dylan. Hmm. I've I played all these roguelikes. Uh, Risk of Rain 2. I, I played the original Risk of Rain. Uh, I've played in Hades on stream recently. Uh, Star Rail has a, has a roguelike mode in it. Um, I've started to realize I think I just don't like roguelikes. I, I used to think that they were like my shit. I don't actually think I like them. Really? Because like, I, I've, I've started to notice every single time, without fail, I get so frustrated that I just stop playing it. Hmm. Every time. Uh, Risk of Rain 2 is a little different. I just got bored. Like I, I, I actually got to a point where I'd beaten the game so many fucking times that I, I'm just bored of it. Um, but on, on top of that, though, you know, like Hades, uh, I, I haven't gone back to it to beat it. Um, and fuck, and I, I, I recommended it to several people who've beaten it several times now. So, um, yeah, I, I had to take a step back from the one in Star Rail recently, mm-hmm. and uh, Enter the Gungeons, another one I never beat. I hardly even got through it. Uh, as an example and i didn't really get through that one either i i only played that one when rick came over and we played couch co-op like yeah i wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't fun, even bother but... playing it alone <laughs> yeah it's fun but it's definitely not like the best game ever it's not that fun it, i basically just came to this conclusion though that like i don't I, I think i'd much rather a game that lets me come up with a kit to go into a dungeon rather than a game that uh, makes me build my kit RNG wise across a run, and I feel like that's kind of where I'm at. And and I don't know if, uh, but it was just a, a weird revelation to have. I was like, I was just thinking to myself, like, you know, it's just frustrating the shit out of me. Maybe I really just don't like these games, <laughs> or this, this kind of mode or whatever, right? Depending on. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe maybe you're just better off with uh, the JRPGs because, like, I mean, preparing and then going into a dungeon and succeeding, like, that's kind of what it's all about, you know? Yeah. And usually there's a grand adventure in the, in the works too. Of course, you're playing through near replicant right now, and I I know it's a slog, and I know you're trying really hard not to say it on stream, but I'll say it for you. It's a slog, right? Like all you have it ahead of you is all you have ahead of you is a bunch of boss rushes where it's, it plays out slightly different until it gets to a really cool fucking ending, right? I mean, I haven't hated the game, but I also am not complaining about having a sword that one shots everything. I, that's why I suggested so, you do it early. The the yeah. the book thing. I didn't mention how strong the swords that you're going to get there were, but they are the best. To be fair, at the moment, it's not stronger than my other sword per se. Not it's like about on par, but I, I I'm pretty certain I, I considering the first level brought it to where it would be at level four, probably means that it's going to be busted. Yeah, at max level, it's like nine nine nine. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, busted. <laughs> Um, and all you need to do is get some rare item to upgrade it, and those rare items sometimes drop in that room in the junk heap that has like the the metal grates over the lava. And there's like a bunch oh. of boxes. Uh, you just break those boxes over and over and over again, and you'll eventually get what you need. Like it'll take a while, but uh, break boxes in junk heap in lava room 
Uh, I don't know exactly where. Um, if you look up like a weapon upgrade guide, like a spoiler free one, like it'll probably show you a screenshot of like exactly where you need to be. Um, I, I, I know the room. I literally just did it last time I was playing actually. Yeah. That's where the rare items are. Well, because the rare items could drop in any box, but that's where the most boxes are, right? Oh, I got so you. mathematically, that's where you want to be, right? <coughs> and the weird it's like maxing out your cash in the old Zelda games, where you just <laughs> yep. found the place with most uh, <laughs> pots. Kinda, yeah, it is kind of like that. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm gonna, um, I mean, it's nine 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 rupees, one rupee at a time. <laughs> If it does, if it's if it works, it ain't stupid. Ah, <sighs> but yeah, when you get to Scarlet Nexus, you won't have this problem because the game is exciting and fun at all times. <laughs> um, but what's it called? Um, where was I going with this? Um, yeah, like JRPGs in general, like it, it's not a roguelike. You uh probably don't have the same problems, but uh, I can't think of anything. I guess I just got Scarlet Nexus on the brain. Like that's also on my list of games to play. Because as I described to you previously, right, like when you play Scarlet Nexus, you get to pick between a boy and a girl. I recommend that you do the boy uh, just because that's what I did. Right. And yeah. I, I can vouch also, for it. the girl's powers kind of are boring as shit. They managed to make telekinesis uh, terrible. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, the, the the boy, he like, you know, he swings his sword. Not very good. He swings sword good later as you level up. But like, yeah. It's more yeah. fun, but still. It, it hers is better or hers is not as good because essentially they've added more steps to making the bad guys dead mm-hmm. and every time a game adds more steps to making bad guys dead and making bad guys dead by press a button is still an option you can see the problem uh, so it's the, like when games are mm-hmm. like you can shoot the explosive barrels and blow the guy up or i could just shoot the guy yeah it's I, like like a game, but like a like a one like one bullet is enough if I hit him the right way. It's yeah, like, yeah. well, there's an explosive barrel there. It's like, okay, yeah, but like, so is he. <laughs> yeah. Whereas the, exactly. the guy's gameplay uh, is deeply satisfying and at maximum potential. Uh, basically, you can temporarily borrow your party members' powers. They're like color elemental themed because, of course, they are. It's a JRPG, right? Um, yeah. And they all augment your ability to hit stuff Kingdom Hearts style, right? Because you walk up and hit stuff, right? Yeah. Um, it's like, like Kingdom Hearts, numbers matter more than your ability to dodge. It ain't Dark Souls, right? It's, it's fucking Kingdom Hearts. Um, but that's okay, because it's fun. So, like, you could take the fire power, and then your sword does fire. And then you take the the teleport power, and then you, um, you can hit them at any range, because you teleport to hit them. And then you take the... The fucking uh, depends on who's you in your party at the time, because as the story progresses, different people come and go from the party. Right. Yeah. They actually they trade between the two parties, between the chick and the dude, because like Tenchu, the stories that those two characters experience are both happening at the same time. Right? Is it is it different enough that it would warrant another playthrough? Yes, that's what I'm I would argue do. it does. Yeah, <laughs> okay, okay. that's my yeah, no, plan. it's a different. <laughs> so the same stuff is going to happen regardless, but you're going to have a different POV character. And see different parts of the stuff because the two stories are happening congruently. So, but they spend like, a lot of time apart. The character, mm-hmm. the, the these two carrying characters. Um, well, actually, yeah, I don't even think they acknowledge each other's existence, like in their personal stories, until like two thirds of the way through the game to like the final act. Yeah, like I know that the opening cutscene, because uh, you know, I'm not spoiling anything. The opening cutscene is kind of a 
uh, we're uh, further ahead in the story. Let's go back and see how we got here. Yeah, no, it, honestly, Scarlet Nexus is definitely a game that I recommend for you, Vic. It's not, it was a good game for me to watch. It wasn't a good game for me to play. Mm. Mm-hmm. And um, I think you should play the dude yeah. because I can confirm that his gameplay is fun as fuck. And I'm probably going to enjoy the chick's gameplay too, only because I've already beaten it and I like the game already. Right. Um, and I want to see the parts that she saw that the other guy was oblivious to. Yeah. The, the part about her that I found really annoying, uh, Dylan was that, uh, she's kind of a combo character mm-hmm. and, uh, the target tracking in that game is not fantastic mm-hmm. with her. Um, and when she like does telekinesis, it requires it, it requires a lot more input to get to the same point, and so it's just not as fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what is fun is that there there are multiple parts of the story, um, friendly and non friendly, where the two main characters fight. Right, <laughs> um, like the first one I think is a spar. The second one is an actual like competition. It for reasons in the plot they fight. And uh, it's like the Devil May Cry thing where uh, it's they're only using the powers available to the player normally, but like it's still hard as fuck. Oh, <laughs> so like, yeah, I, I'm very problems. familiar with her move set because she killed me many times. Yeah, uh, you can you find out that she's funny. actually really powerful. It's just the annoyance of playing her. It's easier when you have the AI play her. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, I can't recommend that game enough. It's super good. Um, I, I at one point I do want to play Dragon Quest Nine. Uh, or sorry, eleven. Um, but uh, I don't know when I'm going to have time for that. That's a big commitment. Like, I, I oh, s- since we're talking about playing games, we we should also give a brief mention. You know, very brief to uh, the worst game uh, Xbox has ever released. Uh, Redfall. Redfall. No, no. Uh, yeah, Redfall. Redfall. Uh, okay, well, we've mentioned Redfall. That way people don't have to be like, why aren't they talking shit about Redfall? Look, we don't have to talk I've, shit about I, it. I, I, I'm going to be real. I, I'm just, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, put this out there. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm psychic. I must be, right? The fuck I, is I, Redfall? I, I, well, well, that's part well, of the we problem. We can explain it a little bit. But it's made by Arcane Studios, uh, the people behind uh, the newer Prey game. Actually, I can't remember if they did the original Prey as well. But they didn't they, do the original. They they've did got, the new Prey got Really good games under their belt. Um, De- Deathloop and uh, the okay. Dishonored games. Yeah. So, so they, it, it, people were a little bit mixed on Deathloop, but like apparently it wasn't a bad game. It just was like not the kind of game people wanted. I, I think was like the issue. The problem is, um, is they made a better version of it already, which with yeah. the, uh, uh, what was it, Moonfall, whatever the DLC for Prey was. They made a superior oh, yes. game to it already, um, which, so, yeah. And, and, and Prey, for the record, uh, yeah. it was one of those games that I think almost everybody that played the original Prey went in wanting to hate, and very few of them came out hating it. <laughs> yeah. No, it, so no it, they, it, was a, it was a good game enough to convert people. Like, that's, Arcane so. is fundamentally a strong development studio and whether or not you like Deathloop, i was on the fence of this looks kind of dumb as shit and they did a better yeah, version of I, it already I, but, I was able to recognize it as being an okay game i just figured it wasn't going to be for me yeah so. no but you know i'm not gonna you know, disparage people who enjoyed Deathloop. however then arcane pumps out redfall redfall on paper should be a good game did you like left for dead dylan uh yeah, it was pretty pretty good for what it was. Yeah, yeah. Do you think you would enjoy Left 4 Dead if we added, say, uh, superpowers to the characters? 
and maybe change the zombies to um, vampires. Supernatural vampires. Yeah, vampires that may have some superpowers themselves too, uh, and perhaps. Uh, and you know, to have some fodder there, we have some cultists mm. or people that are filling in the cultist uh, group of cannon fodder that have guns and stuff. You know, some okay. some human enemies. Like that doesn't sound bad on paper, right? No. Yeah, I I understand why there were people that were hyped, but the fact of yeah. the matter is, is that you could look past what like what they were saying the game was versus what they were showing it to be, even before it released. I immediately knew like this game's gonna flop. I knew immediately. That's why I said I must be psychic because I'm like the only fucking person that saw this. Coming. I thought it looked like crap, but I didn't want to talk uh, talk about it because like That's the fair. internet it was like released. It's hard to say, right? But... Yeah, I mean, I could tell even if it was gonna be a good game, it wasn't gonna be a game for me. So this is yeah. like critical, both critically and commercially, the worst panned Xbox game like this cycle. I'm sure there have been totally worse games. Part of the problem is uh, since Arcane is underneath Bethesda, they're an Xbox exclusive company now, and this is like Xbox's first, um, like first party exclusive game, and it flopped hard. The game's Damn. like the game's buggy as all fuck. Okay, um, which sure that could be patched out, but things I, that you can't yeah. patch out. Um, are how lifeless the game is. Like, it's an open-world game, and you can get from objective on one side of town to the other side of town without running into a single enemy. Um, you can... Uh, nice. <laughs> yeah, it's like three bullets blow up a car, and you can shoot the car in, like, the window to blow it up. Like, small thing. Like, because I bring this up, the, this stuff. Like, chimneys are also, like, uh, just stapled onto roofs and this is a game with a lot of <laughs> vertical movement and so the chimneys are stapled on they didn't even bother to put like a black texture so you couldn't see the roof underneath the chimney oh no um it looks I, like it's I, I i saw another clip too that was really fucked yeah. of like a dude trying to shoot a vampire with a shield and every time he would fire at the shield uh it would just be rotating around where the vampire was going so you just couldn't shoot the couldn't shoot it because oh, it, 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 it showed up in a house, a narrow hallway. He was just stuck hiding in a room because he couldn't shoot the fucking thing. Yeah, no, the... Um, it's just yeah. like shit like that, too. Like, encounters yeah, were not it, balanced at all. Right, um, they've got uh, small things. There, there's naturally a stealth sniper that you can play, and uh, you can sneak attack enemies by, like, punching them in the back. And it's literally like I gun-butt them in the back. We, we moved past that, like, in, you know, long ago. Like, I mean, you can't... there's there's a level of that's fine if but it's, like, you... every so often. But if you're going to build a character around it, that's so boring. Right, and when and part of the problem, and the character, like, um, upgrade trees are just very bland. It's like, all right, this tree gives me more health. This side tree, you know, this offshoot of it gives my allies more health when they're with me. Um, it, and, like I said, it's also in the game, it's suffers for being one of those games of saying oh you can play the single player or you can play it with friends when it's very clearly intended to be played with friends oh you can't actually that's the funny thing so right. there is right, no matchmaking right now oh. there's no way no it's not even there's no matchmaking you well, can't even no invite your friend oh. 
to the game right now because the the way that the like the invite servers as well are just oh did they fall apart functioning i was gonna say i've seen a couple of oh i've seen a couple of uh uh place where people are together to be fair it may be something they they have fixed since launch but at, I mean, at, le- at I least at it launch it, but that was the, the that was the multiplayer it may have been thing one of those things that it was like intermittently done and yeah. i'm not sure I mean, if it, yeah for the record I, I haven't actually played the game this is most i, I have second hand right i'm not gonna no. fucking play it yeah no, it's fine but, um, but ultimately though people were having issues connecting or even just inviting yeah. their friends but yeah they they nobody foresaw need, the need of matchmaking um, and I bring up the small, you know, I brought up the small things about the game because it like shows the overarching problem where it's like, if you didn't bother to put this level of polish, like we're not asking for be- you know amazing takedown animations for when you knock out people, but like they've already had animations in their games. Oh, also the game looks like shit. Like actually like the, it looks like a, what my memory of PS2 era games look like, not what they actually oh, no. look like, but you know, my mem, you know, your how your memory uh, makes games in the past look a little bit better than they were did. Mm-hmm. But it'd be like if you took the same like graphics engine of say Metal Gear Solid Four and then turned it vaguely cartoony. Um, the human proportions are also weird. Like they have quite a few, like quite a diverse cast of characters in the game. Um, to include the, you know, dead citizens of the town that have uh, been chewed on and left as corpses, and somebody allowed this like the weird proportions of the humans to pass muster, and it's fine, sort of like as artistic things. Mm. But one thing that's never fine is when you have big hands, and and I why that's never okay is because there are black people in these games. And they somehow manage to make black people look very ape-like in the game. Not even like, I'm just like... Like they gave him the biggest of the big hands? And it's like... Um, yeah, Redfall, like, character models. Oh, I gotta uh, see yes. this. I'll Google this. Um, like... No, that's just a bunch of, like, stuff. Um... Gotta find like character. I'll do proportions, maybe, because the main character cast kind of looks human, but the uh, like, yeah, nothing really comes up when I try. Yeah, oh, I'm looking. Actually, I do have one. Yeah, where it looks like the the lady with the the frizzy afro like hair. Her her hand looks like elongated doll hell. Like it looks abnormally elongated. Like yeah. like she's an alien. I mean, Google's probably. I yeah, I was gonna say Google's probably. Uh, I, I put it in somehow. their podcast channel. I don't know. I saw a couple of pictures of it, and there's like this uh, uh, Redfall corpse. I don't know. Point is, is they 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 went their distance, right? To like, uh, like try to make an inclusive game that like you know doesn't offend anybody, and then they end up making like some offensive fucking shit with their character models anyway. To be fair, that's probably like a fucking undersight, right? Like this, I, yeah. I refuse to believe that they would do something like that on purpose. Oh no, they would definitely not do it. It's again, like I said, it's because they had. So you can uh, look at that. Uh, it's you can look at that. Uh, it's in the podcast channel. Dylan will bring you up, mm-hmm. and you can kind of see the because this uh, riveting combat here. Um, 
and you can see the problem. It's a 30 second video, so while I'm talking, you can watch it. And uh, oh god, yeah, you can see for the, the record, it, it's a vampire that it looks like he's supposed to be floating, but he's just floating in spot while the character jumps up and oh, punches the, him in the chest. He is, and his hands are huge. The fuck, right? Looks and like an arch so, file. And right, and you know, like if you put that <laughs> oh. on, a, like you could already like mentally put a black man there instead, and it would look he would look rather ape like in his build, especially with how they hold their like body. Yeah, they, um, they kind of arch over themselves. Some yes. Wreck It Ralph looking motherfucker. Like, yeah, no, it's yeah. just. <laughs> I could, it's... I could definitely see where like someone would look at that and be like, "What the fuck?" Okay, I mean, to be fair, I get what you mean. It, it looks it, it, even without that undertone, it just looks fucking stupid. Yeah, it just it, it, it does genuinely just it, it, it's shit. sad because on paper this game sounds like PVE Nosgoth, and Nosgoth was a fun game. I miss right? Nosgoth. For those who don't remember, Nosgoth was uh, one of those games that went into early access and never came out. Not because yeah. it went on forever, but because they canceled it. Right? But like, Yeah, I think it was only yeah, in for about a year, and around the time it was supposed to release, they just axed it. It was an asymmetrical PvP game set in the Legacy of Kane universe, where you play as uh, human vampire hunters versus uh, the various vampire clans of Nosgoth during the 100 years between Raziel's uh, damnation to the abyss and his rise as the Reaper of Souls. So in the first game, or the, well, technically the second, the first Soul Reaver game, the second Legacy of Cain game, right? Um, so that's just a brief 100 years, but like it takes place during that. And, and that's when all the vampire thralls are starting to mutate into the twisted abominations that you see in Legacy of Cain Soul Reaver, but they're a little bit more noble, a little bit more vampiric in this game. And the differences are just enough to give them powers um, to make them, you know, the, the asymmetrical PvP part, right? And it was balanced pretty well, and it was fun as fuck, and it's in my Steam list because it haunts me that they got rid of it and yeah. Steam won't let me delete it and because it's not a real game anymore and it's sad. <laughs> it is a sad day. It's honestly. not installed. It's just in my list. It makes me sad when I scroll by it. <laughs> uh, yeah, the uh, it's just... I don't know. Games make me sad sometimes because um, uh, ideally, you know, every game would come out, they would be polished, even the games that are in early access would be like playable, like really playable, not just like, yeah, the game runs technically. Um, but I don't know, just time and time again, we keep getting screwed by video games. Mm -hmm. um, specifically the companies behind the video games for whatever reason. And like, I am sure there is a reason Redfall ended up this way and it wasn't something as simple as, well, just push it out the door. Like, I am sure there is, like, yeah. a reason that, like, yeah, no, we had, like, two years to build this game, and, um, you know, it just didn't work out the way we wanted to, but, you know, our boss's boss's boss said, by the way, you're fucking releasing this game on this date, no matter what. They should um, just stop doing that, like. It never works. It never makes anything better. I don't understand why they do it. Yeah, no, and it just and it never like 
builds goodwill. Like because there was a time. So Ubisoft is a good example because we've all heard of the Ubisoft sandbox. So Ubisoft, before they got into this formulaic sandbox, they made like you know the Ghost Recon games, the you know Rainbow Six games. Um, they had these massive like or the Splinter Cell games. Those are I think all were like really good games for the Splinter Cell games. I mean, I even played the the last one. Or uh, but my understanding is Sam Fisher games are just across the board fantastic. Um, and you know Ubisoft built up this like fantastic reputation for doing things that we didn't always see, like. I don't know, I can't think of another game that lets me do splits over a doorway to jump down on somebody. Like, mm-hmm. like Splinter Cell really had some fucking cool, like... The multiplayer uh, was really good, too. Yeah, and, you know, not everything worked, naturally, because the multiplayer, while being really good, really fell flat in terms of... And it would definitely fall flat today when a lot of the uh, mechanics for it we get circumvented by, you know, Discord. Um, or any other VoIP software. Yeah, uh, true. So it's, you know, you had to be there, kind of, to for that one to work. But, yeah, but now, you know, Ubisoft is this formulaic sandbox creator where each sandbox gets worse somehow. Despite having more shit to do, they get worse every time. Um, to the point where they're, you know, they're talking about for the Assassin's Creed games that they're going to pull back and have a much more focused story, uh, very similar to the first one. I mean, it probably won't because it almost guaranteed it's still going to have the stupid RPG mechanics where Assassin's Creed, a game about, you know, sneaking up and assassinating people will suddenly turn into a health bar simulator. To be fair, I, I do want to say on that one, though, we don't know for certain. And they did state that they wanted it to be a return to form. I can hope. So there is like, a chance that I, it's I'm still going to be good. highly concerned because, like, I played recently Assassin's Creed Black Flags. My son really likes pirates, right? Yeah. And yeah. I remember skipping it uh, and regretting it because everyone was like, oh, my God, it's the best one. It's all downhill from it, here. It's, it's, it's the best one gameplay wise. It's probably the start of the worst for the story. Its story was dog shit. Absolutely oh, yeah. awful. Its past story is like okay, but then like the real life uh, reflection story is just straight up the worst. No thing victim. That they've it, done. They were both bad. Oh, you no, don't remember? It just one is worse than the other. Is what I was getting. Oh, at, well, for oh. sure. For that one is definitely worse than the other. But it's, like, it's like okay, like passable shit for what you're what you're what you're getting. But the real world shit is just egregious. It's just horrible. It's like the pirate sections, right? Like they they want you to care about these characters and they want you to like get to know them, but like the game never makes you like really care. It, 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 I was not I sold felt, on any. I of felt them. more for the random boat like like crew members than I did for literally half of the uh, like established cast. Yeah. Well, right, because they start to give you your first mate. Because uh, this was at the be you know they start to do something with them and your character just like fucking blows them off. He's like. Well, I guess I should have a second gun then. It's like he just told you that you need like food, man. Yeah. <laughs> like you need food to feed your sailors. He's like, mm-hmm. yeah, but I can make a second holster right now. It's like fucking. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> like, and and, and the, the funny, the funniest thing too is that like they 
like they they pretty much present the entire like not the main character like the rest of the crew as being like genuinely decent people like it, it's kind of got one of those stories where like the pirates weren't all the bad weren't always the bad people right and it's just like yeah the crew's yeah. great they're awesome but you Fucking only have like sing sea shanties is probably one of my one of my more beloved video oh, game yeah. memories the Despite only reason literally everything else yeah, the only reason anybody knows uh, what would you do with a drunken sailor is that game. Mm-hmm. Unless you're like a yeah. pirate fan, which I, yeah. I've been I've been hoping for a pirate MMO ever since I first started playing World of Warcraft. So I mean, <laughs> but I mean, but I, the only reason that one is but like that sea shanty and all the other ones are in like our collective memory is because of that game. Oh, yeah. Uh, like mm-hmm. you, you barely find any sea shanties outside of that. And, yeah, uh, I've been watching YouTube shorts recently. I, I uninstalled TikTok because I was getting too distracted. Right? Me too. Um, <laughs> so I started watching YouTube shorts because you can't uninstall YouTube. Uh, <laughs> like, I have an nope. Android. Uh, so I've been watching YouTube shorts, which isn't any better. Uh, and uh, I, I keep seeing these TikTok reuploads about people singing that particular sea shanty. Like, that's the popular one now. It's not the the Wellerman one. It's now now it's the what do you do with the drunken sailor? And it's like I played that game. I remember it was the default, the one you get literally, at the start. It's like the yeah, it's like the only one everybody baby's has. Baby's first sea shanty. Come on now. Mm-hmm. But it's a fantastic sea shanty. There's I mean, a reason not, they picked not. that one as the the default sea shanty. It was really good. <laughs> yeah, and you know you did have a good point with all the crew stuff because like I was you know that was one thing that I tried to do whenever I was like attacking a ship was even though like i was going to replace the dead crew members that i lost in whatever scuffle we had with prisoner crew members i still felt bad about it and like but we only have like two people on the ship that are named besides yourself i think Mm -hmm. and then everybody else is just miscellaneous crewmen one through 40 they're basically a collective entity yeah Yeah. They, they don't even bother to like have them be like npcs that like have their own like slight building it, you can literally go from npc npc to npc and it's just indistinguishable right and in fairness if still they were a better to character remake than it, half the fucking cast right if they were to remake assassins like black flag today chances are the crew like you'd be you know able to level up your crew and like they like if you you know stop to walk around on the deck of the ship in the middle of the ocean they would be you know messing with the rigging and shit like that and it would be a lot better because, again, we were kind of limited in something yeah. that we could do. Some I mean, things that, we could do. That's the whole uh, reason why I don't want them to release Skull and Bones. Or I think it's called Skull and Bones. The, the, the one that's supposed to be an offshoot of Black Flag anyways. It's going to be like a, a, hmm. a, a matchmaking PvP game or whatever. Ubisoft we pirate game. But, like, I, I, don't, I don't want a, a game that's just ship on water and I shoot cannons that are just arbitrary. Because that's not... I mean, it's the- it's thematically a pirate game, but it's not really a pirate game. I, I want something that's like I- we fucking pull our ship up to another ship. I throw down the planks, and me and the boys fucking raid that ship. Yeah, kind of kind of like what uh, what's it called there? Uh, sea of Thieves was, but I mean, Sea of Thieves it tried a little bit too hard to be casual. Uh, I- lot, I- I'd like uh, something with a bit more to it. Yeah, obviously, Sea of Thieves is popular, and people do still play it. But oh yeah. Yeah, it sounds like a lot to be desired if you're not really into the gameplay loop. 
I, yeah. it, it feels like you might have wanted, and forgive me for uttering this name, you might have wanted Atlas, but obviously it did not pan a- out. Atlas, Atlas, but it, where it was panned but out. Functional? And actually, <laughs> well, I, I hear that it's it's okay now, but it's just they never added any of the shit that they were supposed to have added. Do you yeah, remember that, when, it's not good enough. Do you remember when Atlas was about to come out and they updated Ark Survival Evolved and people found a secret menu where they could just play yeah. Atlas? And, I remember and, and, and it, was, was... it was vice versa. You, you could you could play uh, Ark through uh, Atlas. Oh God! Yeah, but it's just weird. It's... I mean, to be fair, it's the same engine, Whatever. but yeah, it's it's. Oh, it's no, not they, the same game. The Ark yeah. devs have managed to just continuously disappoint me since the beginning. Like the beginning was fantastic, and then occasionally it's I mean, you know they managed to make a game that, despite all of its technical issues, people were fucking beholden to it. Oh yeah, they, they loved the game despite it melting graphics cards, and they managed to ruin that goodwill. Several, and I mean, I'm gonna be real. I, I this is coming from the guy that I, I I didn't think it was that big of a deal that they released DLC while they were still early access. I, I was like, you know what? They went through a, a lengthy legal process that was bullshit. They really shouldn't have had to go through. Uh, I was like, you know, they got to recoup some of that cost, so they're releasing DLC that they probably plan on releasing later. It's like I, I really wasn't that like bothered by that. It didn't hurt me any, and yet they, I still think that they hurt so much goodwill in other things that they did that it's just like, I don't know, man. Like the whole Atlas launch, it's like I wanted to love that game so much. It's like it's literally, you're right, Dylan. It's quite literally what I wanted out of a fucking video game, and mm-hmm. they just dropped the ball so hard that it's just like, come on. I'll be, I'll probably, I'll probably still play Arc Two when it comes out. I'm hoping that. By this point, they've learned all the lessons that are necessary for them to have learned. But if if Arc Two doesn't pan out, I uh, probably just write off the company entirely. Yeah. Oh, so you know, before we completely get too far away from uh, Assassin's Creed, Dylan, what'd you think about the sudden appearance of the assassins that the, that were rescuing the guy who immediately kills the guy who cuts his bonds? So. I wasn't too bothered by that. I was more bothered. Well, I just was talking about like how like uh, the conservation of ninjutsu the assassins got there, where it was oh. just like, oh, there are like 12 of them, so they're all fodder. Right. Uh, yeah. And then you meet up with them later, and they're like mad at you. And it's like, I don't know who you are. I don't know you. But uh, yeah. what, what bothered me more was this, the first mate at Wale, right? Um, yeah. He, like joins the assassins while you're like in prison or something right and so you have to get a new first mate and it's like i mean respect reasonable like this edward dude has done nothing but bring you pain and suffering and we're supposed to pretend that they're friends but like edward's a dick and he doesn't really do anything good for anyone ever yeah no like 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 i was like i wasn't joking so if people have not played uh black flag that like as soon as you break your crew out of prison you know jail or fucking whatever you take over the ship and your first mate is the the only black man in the caribbean apparently uh that's it at at least at that point in the game yeah well yes he's the only black man in the caribbean and he and he's like captain you know here are the problems and edward is literally like could you make me a second holster so I can have two pistols? And Adewale is just like, has said, like, we need food, we need fresh water. <laughs> He's like, and Edward's like, nah, 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 fuck all of that shit. Fix me up. 
and then I don't know, we'll burn a ship down and steal their rum on the way to port. <laughs> and then you do. Yes. Yep. <laughs> that is like I'm not even joking about that because that, that's one of those things where you know it sounds like I was making that up, but like no, Edward is so self-centered, it is impossible to like get with a get behind him. Yeah, it, they they really did try to present it as being like, uh, oh, hey, this character will grow across the story. And I mean, he kind of does. Yeah, I mean, he naturally like, joins forcibly. the... Sort of joins the assassins. I, I, yeah. It was it, such a missed opportunity to remain neutral and just be like, I just want to be the best fucking pirate ever. Like, but no. It, I think that's <laughs> why people wanted a, a standalone is because they were basically robbed of that. Right. right like, well, and unfortunately, there's been fucking boat mechanics in every Assassin's Creed since, and they all suck. Oh, yeah. And Black Flag is quite literally the only time it was any good. And uh, mm -hmm. and to be fair, it was rough, but it was the first time they had done it. So they tried to do a lot of things. And, you know, it's not true, Vic. It was in three. Did three have boat mechanics? Yes. Yeah, but it wasn't nearly like that oh my god you're oh wait i forgot assassin's creed 3 had a ton of optional shit you just didn't need to do i beat the game and i was like what that's the that's it yeah and i remember thinking i'm like yeah. oh wait all this other shit i didn't do i'm like wait really? i remember it, this they like, side loaded this game so fucking hard i actually got pissed off about that you think you for yeah. unlocking a memory yeah we talked about this on the podcast before i remember oh my god yeah we have yeah Fuck, jesus you, I, you... I had i had compartmentalized that that yeah. was gone because and I remember um, asking you about it because I was like, "Do you remember Achilles' death? It was really tragic. It was really well done." Mm. And you're like, "He didn't die." <laughs> I, mean, like, I remember, it's like, "What? When did he die?" You have to do all the homestead content, and then yeah. the the conclusion is he passes away, and it's really sad. Yeah, and uh, actually, weirdly, <laughs> if uh, you don't do all the homestead, it, it's one of those games too that you can miss out doing all the homestead content so you can't get that achievement or finish the storyline on it that's probably what actually happened to me uh um, yeah no it does that um actually that was one that uh the final fantasy game that you're uh you were playing recently dylan the i forget crisis which court? Is the name yeah crisis court the side missions on that have the same problem too you can't actually finish all the side missions if yeah. you don't do them in as the game is progressing well to be fair it's just one set of side quests uh because you need to uh go run around midgar and find the the wutai spies to unlock a bunch of like of, like five or so missions um, but it's just insane that they would do that when there's no need yeah. to do that because there's a there's there's a point in the story where zach leaves midgar he does not return <laughs> yeah it, it, it's it, there are things in the game in games like there there's no excuse for games to have like Unless there's a reason for it, like, you know, you chose to go path B instead of path A, obviously you can't get any achievements associated with path A, right? Like, that makes sense. But for it to just be like this hidden, like, mm, you know, you didn't complete this content, I guess. Like, but I can't go back and complete the content. You won't let me. Well, play it again. Like, no. No, I just fucking won't. Yeah, I'm going to uninstall the game. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm gonna, I've I've finished my game. Thank you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, no the the best thing that we can all uh, you know start doing is stop achievement hunting. It's bad for your health, man. Oh, I gave bad that up a long time ago. I gave yeah. it up so long yeah. ago. Yeah, I, I I I literally use achievements now as like a gauge. Like I'll go through a game, and when I get to the end, I'll look at all the achievements I had, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then I literally like I don't give a shit about completing it though. It's like. 
It's fuck JRPGs, Dylan, of mm-hmm. old. It, when they first started getting achievements to like Xbox 360 and like uh, and, and like trophies and shit. Do you remember how few of them were tied to like shit you would just naturally do? Right. It's still crazy. Like, um, fucking uh, do this, <laughs> do this X thing randomly that you would never do in a boss fight. It's a hidden achievement. It's like fuck you, game man. But I used to like hunt achievements that pissed me off so much. Mm-hmm. Like there's a now. I I did get all the trophies in Ape Escape. That's because Ape Escape is ten out of ten, and everyone should play it. Fair. Uh, <laughs> but uh, like yeah, all these old JRPGs that are on like the PlayStation Store, they all have achievements now, and it's like. I don't know if I would get these. Like, take Final Fantasy VIII, for example. Like, yeah, I've I've done everything in Final Fantasy VIII when it was new, right? Um, but, like, I don't feel like beating Omega Weapon again, right? I don't <laughs> want to collect all the cards, like, all the cards. Like, I don't want to do that. I've already done it. Another proof. Fuck your achievements. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it, you know... For me, at least, it's a good gauge of how complete I can get a game by the end of it, based on how many achievements I just got naturally playing the game. Like that—that's like a good way to like gauge the game, yeah, and its bounds. Because having a few that are like you need to go out of your way to do it, I can get behind that, you know, because that's perfectly fine when it, you know, you go and. You play a game and they're like, oh, yeah, one of these achievements is for you to, you know, do a back, back, you know, snap the bad guy's neck and you know, get a, a round of applause. Sure. Everybody loves that. But like, it's another when it's like, so, you know, on a moonlight, you know, on a full moon, you need to go to the back alley of the Burger King and dig through the trash can. And inside that trash can, you'll find a hidden switch 50% of the time that will open the back door and in the back door you can make your own burger and fries like why <laughs> it's like you know why rick well yeah because somebody's gonna fucking do it yeah that yeah just having pointless parts to your game because it's funny when it's a thing like where you can find hidden like goodies or whatever it's not funny when you go out of your way to make it painful. Yeah, it should guide like you. If Breath yeah. of the Wild had a fucking achievement for collecting all the Korok seeds. Oh fuck yeah! I, man. I, I I would have, I would have been so much more pissed off about that feature if it, it's like it's well, there for people who want it, but it's not well, forced sure. on you. Right, like, and awesome. Or think about on, um, honestly, you can max out like your uh, inventory with only like half the Korok seeds. In not the game. even half. It, it's like twenty five percent of them or something. Yeah, you, but you don't need that many. Is what I'm exactly. getting at. Yeah. Take another game like Persona Five Royal, for example. Right when Jordan first got through it, uh, he didn't get oh, third yeah. semester. Oh. But like, if he was achievement hunting, he probably would have maxed out all the confidants, and that would have guided him to success. I felt bad because it was really good. And but you well he is, went back. There is yeah, he did. <laughs> but it, it, he was pissed, and I think honestly, rightfully so. It is kind of fucked up when when these games do this. Uh, I mean, we a weird uh, connection to that is uh, Dark Souls does the exact same fucking thing. Um, with any time Dark Souls adds DLC, it's like a fucking you. You might as well just look up how to how to unlock it. Or, yeah, or else you just will not know what the fuck you're doing mm-hmm. if they don't tell you. 
Yeah, I definitely felt that way in Dark Souls uh, as well, where I had to look up how to uh, get to um, the DLC, um, both DLCs for the first oh, game. Oh, fuck. In the, in the first game, the worst part about it was is that it was actually a fucking quest line you had to do that wasn't really, like, marked. Like, you had uh-huh. to, like, collect an item. You then had to, like, do a, a quest that required you to reload a zone three times. And then you had to, like, approach a portal, and then, boom, you're in. Oh, no, yeah, I think you had to talk to an NPC and then approach the portal. And it's just like, how the fuck it, was I supposed to figure that out on my own? Yeah, I'm part of, and I forget what the name of them, but the one where you go fight um, uh, Darkness Plumber. Well, the Knight of Darkness Plumbing. Uh, sorry, that's from a video where he's, like, fixing the oh. leak. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, Artorius, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's where you one, fight him. One. Yeah, the, but... The problem with that one is uh, one if you haven't gotten to Anne Orlando by that point, you're not teleporting, motherfucker. You're stuck in this DLC, and if you're, you know, under geared oh or God, level, I forgot about that. You're just gonna get fucked over and over I again think, until you can I grind out enough souls. Eventually, they did patch it so that you could return to the, where you were originally, which, mind you, is a fucking walk and a half. But you you could technically walk back to where you came in and leave. But, oh, like, that's good. That's that's only a fucking slight band-aid, though, because it's such a long walk. You know yeah, a game and, uh, doesn't have this yeah. problem? Um, Stranger in Paradise. Game of the year. Uh, when it added DLC all three times, uh, it, it just tacked it onto the end of the game and added extra difficulty levels and made the game way fucking harder each time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's already I too think... hard. <laughs> I forget how Dark Souls 3 handled its DLC. But I think I think it got better in later games. But up to up to like Bloodborne, it was just like like fuck. Bloodborne's was even worse. Actually, thinking about it, you had to randomly find the random like monster that would grab you and teleport you there. <laughs> like you just had to fucking know that that was first off how you did it, and second off that uh, which one because there's like several that do it. Several of them which just kill you if they do it. So it's like, you're trial and erroring with your fucking life. And, and you know what, boys? Uh, I'm turning over a new leaf this season and trying to do shorter episodes. We've been going for an hour, about 27 minutes. Is there anything you're burning to bring up this episode that can't wait? So I think we should wrap. Nah. I think I think we've gotten to pretty much everything. It was like super pressing. Yeah, and I mean, we didn't have an agenda today. Uh, almost every time we have an agenda, like it's, I say agenda, it's a list of topics, right? So that said, this has been the Melomancy Podcast. Thanks everyone for listening. This is a value for value production, so make sure you're using a modern podcasting app like Fountain or Podverse. You can get those at newpodcastapps.com. Just load it up with uh, your wallet with magic internet money and click the stream button or send us a boostergram and we'll read it on air. I did not look if we had any to read. Let me fucking go do that real fucking fast. Um, but uh, Victim, you are trying to stream again. Will you yeah. stream again? Uh, so, I mean, I, I didn't stream today. <laughs> But today was a weird anomaly. My fucking microwave blew out, and uh, right in the middle of me making food, because I woke up late, so because uh, I've been trying to fix my sleep schedule. Uh, I woke up late, and I was like, oh, I'll just make something in the microwave. Microwave blows out. Like, cool, awesome, great. So I had to like make food by hand, and then by the time I was done, it was like 8.40, and that's like 40 minutes past when I normally would go live, the latest I'd ever go live. So I was like, you know what, fuck it, guys. Instead of a short stream, I'll just, I'll, I'll tomorrow, I'll, whatever. 
But yeah. yes, I, I do plan on coming back. <laughs> I, I've been, I, it, it's been hard. I mean, uh, the, the last podcast I wasn't on, um, I, I think I was still re- like in the middle of being sick. I, I spent like two months straight being like genuine, like, like flu, cold, like symptoms, sick. And uh, it was not a fun time. And I don't know why this keeps happening to me. Well, we're glad to have you back, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel I feel better now. I feel a lot better. I, I've uh, started getting more activity in my life because uh, I mean, I've been meaning to, but then you know, sick for two months doesn't help. But mm-hmm. so um, hopefully that won't happen again. That being said, I did look. We don't actually have any boostergrams to read, but you know, it's our fault for posting so infrequently. It's been kind of a rough uh, little yeah, go. Yeah. But after this next week, which I have off from work, I'm hoping that I will be recharged and not burnt out anymore. I'm not burnt out on the show. I'm burnt out from working and. But I have to do that to live. So like, <laughs> it kind of brings me down in all parts of life. But like, I love making the show. Um, so yeah, stream sats, send us a boostergram, whatever you want to do. Newpodcastapps.com. That's the best way to listen to podcasts. And even if you don't believe in magic internet money, uh, Fountain is a really good fucking podcast app. Like if it's probably better than what you're using. Uh, so big recommend. Uh, you can check us out. All our show notes are on melomancy.net. Uh, we do have a forum, melomancy.cafe. It is, in fact, still up. Uh, we're not using it yet, but I'm going to keep paying the, the the bill. It's not that expensive um, for the foreseeable future because forums accrue value over time because you look up years old threads and pull shit up. Like, that's just what forums are for. And one day, one day the venture capitalists will come back for the the furries at Discord and put them in jail. So we'll see uh, how long that lasts. Uh, whereas the forum, that's on me. So <laughs> sign up, please sign up. All right, I'm out of here. See you guys later. <laughs>